What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, to you can sit with us. It sounded like you were sad, so I was trying to match you. I started out. Yeah. Low. Also, I was happy thinking it was like, dun, 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 dun. welcome to your newsroom, you know, like <laughs> <"You're>, <laughs> you can sit with us newsroom. Oh, that was like, I did it kind of more ESPN-y. That's know? fine. It's, it's, yeah. did you see the thing I shared on my stories today? Mm-mm. This is going to be old for you guys that are listening to this on Tuesday, but it's the actor and he's like, March Madness. This is March Madness. This is the realest March Madness we've ever had. Like, he was, <laughs> and, but then he's like, Dropping a hundred thousand f bombs, like he's pissed at people um, going out. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you're at. Th- okay, this is just gonna be explicit. This is not kid friendly. He's like, you're at the fucking farmers market. I saw all these people going out to dinner. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he yeah. was going crazy. <laughs> it was funny. So anyway, yeah. No, it's fine if you want to do ESPN. This is, you know, it's uncharted territory is what we're in in all yes. aspects. So. Yeah. Welcome though, I to was, the podcast. I uh, follow this guy on Twitter who's funny. He's mm-hmm. a pr- TV producer. He's like, it's like you're watching a horror movie and they go down into the basement and you think, don't go down to the basement, Duh. you dumbass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's exactly yet, right. All around Everyone's us. Everyone's going down to the basement. Come on, people. Right. So I'm Ashley. So ha- I'm Colleen. I what got a funny story. Wait, wait, okay. wait. Yes, there's an order that I'm not following. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've, I'm Now, are you drinking something? Yes. Alcoholic. a lot. Yes. Great. Good. That's great. Because yeah. I wasn't planning, like, I, I, I wanted to do a double workout today, but I only had time to fit in one. And so I've challenged myself to see who's going to prevail after this episode we record. Is it going to be Sober Ashley, who made promises to herself, or is drunk Ashley going to win and sit her ass on the couch eating cookies and finishing this mm. bottle of wine? So we we shall see, folks. Your um, drink, tell me, describe it to I me because it looks okay, beautiful. So, well, Colleen said, hey, let's bring mimosas because it's kind of Sunday morning. It's like Sunday yeah. afternoon. But I'm like, well, I don't have champagne and obviously I can't leave my house. So I said, I'll bring something else. And I thought, what's like a good morning-ish drink? I mean, again, it's it's afternoon. It's 1.40 p.m. right now, but it feels like morning still. And I decided on rosé. I don't know. I have I had one glass left in a one bottle and I popped a frozen strawberry in there and then I brought a backup entire yeah. bottle, you know. Do you know what I need more in my life mm. that I don't do enough? I'll just tell you. <laughs> You'll never guess. I need <laughs> more berries in my booze. You would always take care of that for me. Yes, I when would. When we drank together, you would decorate my drink mm-hmm. in grand fashion. Right. And when I'm left to my own devices. Look at you. Basic. You know, look at basic. my sad glass of chilled wine. Just What are you drinking? It's just White sad. Wine? It's a it Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Because I was going to do a mimosa, sad. but I've actually had... We did a big breakfast at home, you know, did the whole brunch yeah. uh, thing, and I had orange juice here, and I just was over it. Yeah, so like I don't are. need more acid in my stomach. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't also blame have you. a little smoothie that I've made. A little um, smart. When you got, it's perfect for St. Patty's Day. Green. It's green. Oh, juice good. Smoothie. So you're celebrating St. Patty's Day at home yeah. safely. Smart. Yes. Okay. So, what's your funny story? Be- before we, yeah, I got this funny story for you. So Ben is in a leap. If you don't know what that is. That's fine, but it's um, <laughs> that's, that's gonna say, fine. okay, I'll load the app and do yeah. the whole thing. But I'm not, it's basically 
when kids go through big leaps in their developmental stages. Uh And that can cause a whole slew of things. Mm -hmm. It can mess up their sleep. It can mess up their appetite. It can mess up their mood. They also learn. Like they can have big breakthroughs. Their whole world changes in each leap. Yes. So we're in a leap. And his appetite, he has decided that he just doesn't really want to do bottles anymore in this current moment in time. He just wants solids and he wants like cups, like sippy cups and open cups, which is fine-ish, but also Mm -hmm. it's not, he's not getting enough Mm -hmm. milk. And so Chris and I have tried all kinds of things. I've been researching like, you know, dream when he's sleepy, like morning and night, like dream feeds have been going fine. It's the afternoon where he will just scream at the bottle, like total, like we're trying to give him crack or something like yeah, he just screams like you terrible uh-huh. parents mm-hmm. so we've been trying all these things and today just like a little a m- couple moments ago we thought you know what when we wake him up from his nap we're not going to turn on any lights we're not gonna do a diaper change we're just gonna go right into the feed with dream right, feed. with a dark kind of room oh, yes oh smart okay so chris and i are preparing the bottle downstairs before we go up to wake or not wake him up but you know to give him his bottle and we had two saved breast milk bags that we were combining. And mm-hmm. we use this, you know, when you, um, what are the things are like little, it's a funnel. You can like put it to like funnel yes. things into a smaller, right. So we were, Chris went to grab that and I'm like, no, 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 I don't need that. I am an expert. I can do this. Combining this. this. Off. Uh-huh. Watch this. And sure, you know, sure thing. I like poured it perfectly. So oh. we're using this kindy system. Where you can just snap a nipple right into the bottle bag, right? Okay. So just yep. boom and feed. So we go up, we get Ben. I'm holding him. He takes the bottle right away. Ooh. And time passes. I think this is it. You guys ding, think ding. you're geniuses. Uh-huh. We've done it. Yeah, you've cracked All the All of code. a sudden, I feel something dripping down my leg. I'm like, what on earth is going yeah, on? Yeah. How could what this be? What is going on? And I'm like, well, whatever. And then it hits me. Oh, God. I said, Chris, turn on the light because it seemed like he was just drinking it. No problem. The nipple had come loose from the bag. And so I was slowly just pouring breast milk on him. (laughs) (laughs) So he wasn't even really drinking. It was just going everywhere. He was just laying there, basically sucking on a pacifier (laughs) because nothing was going in. And his sleep sack was soaked. Like it went all the way through to his onesie and started running down my leg. So that happened. Yeah. yeah. He um Wow. Won. You've really nailed it. He won. He won. He got the last okay. lap on that one. We got some hangovers. Mm-hmm. Um oh, that reminds me of one other dumbass thing I did one time. I oh. was only just a couple months postpartum and super just stressed out and working. I was going too fast and I was just back to work. Mm-hmm. And I had put my pumps in and I was trying to work and pump at the same time. Yep. And I was super into my emails. And then I, it again, hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought, oh my God, I forgot to put in. I only had the horn part of the pump on. I forgot to attach the <laughs> collection. So I was pumping into the floor. What? Yes. Oh my god. Because I have a standing desk. So I was just pumping into the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do, you know? That's rich. I'm pumping right now. Can you guys hear? I can't hear hear? anything. Great. Well, just trust me. Just Just purr like a kitten. (laughs) You purr like a kitten. We got some hangover topics. All right. Hit me. 
I'm ready. Caller, are you going to get loose with me this episode, by the way? Like, I know you have a glass of wine. How much, like, have you, is this your first glass of wine? Second. Great. Good news. That's great for me. I have not listened to the episode a couple weeks ago where I did get drunk on the podcast. I'm not sure if that was smart to do or not. But, you know, at this stage in the game with what's going on in the world, this is our only solution. Yeah. Right. You got to drink together. Come together virtually and drink. I talked about stubbing my toe last week. Yes, you did. And I played that for Chris because I wanted him to hear. Uh It was my therapy for me. Next time this happens to me, I need you to run to my side and swoop me up in your arms. I stubbed my toe. Yes. That was the best. And he started laughing. Uh And and I said, what are you laughing at? I can't tell you. I said, what the hell are you laughing at? Yeah, you better tell me. And he said, this is just going to salt the wound. Uh-oh. I said, do it. You know, here's my wound. Pour it in. And he right. said, um, I don't even remember this. <laughs> That's how little yes. of a blip on his radar it was. Yes. I don't even remember this. Don't even remember this happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Coronavirus. The talk mm. of the town. That little. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Review topic. of the week. Oh, it's we're still in hangover. Yes. Okay. We great. need to talk because we've had we asked for nurses, people who are really more on the front lines of coronavirus to please keep us in the loop of what they're on. experiencing, yes. of what's going on. If you are a doctor, if you are a nurse, please continue to or send whatever. Us emails. If you're someone in the know yeah. uh, in any capacity, whatever that means, scientist, whatever that means. Yes. Right. Like anyone who really knows shit. Absolutely. Okay. Email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. Leave us voicemails by clicking the call link in our Instagram bio and just leave us a voicemail because I think it's helpful because it's it's easy to forget why you're staying in your house. Mm-hmm. It's easy to forget why you're not hanging out with your friends. And I think people who are really surrounded by the realities of it are pleading to us to do exactly or- what we're doing. On the opposite end, it's easy to think it's fine to hang out with your friends or it's easy to think it's fine to leave your house. So Call and I have made an executive decision that we are going to, as long as coronavirus is happening, um, we're going to bring a little bit on this podcast every week. And we understand that that might get boring to some of you and some of you might not care and we might lose some followers. And that's a risk we're willing to take because this is really freaking important. So we're just going to keep harping on it. Yes. So we got a message from a nurse. She said she's a nurse over family medicine, internal medicine, and infectious disease. The corona was served to us. We weren't ready at their hospital. We can't order the supplies we needed. My staff was not prepared as I would have liked. Our incident command spent hours locked in a conference room doing their best to help us. Things have improved process-wise, but what's really hard is every person coming to our front desk thinking they have the corona when their symptoms aren't even close, or Mm -hmm. Karen, who has been in contact with only her cats and has a cough for four hours. Mm -hmm. There's so many people calling and inundating our clinics that we are struggling to tease out what is real. Lastly, why the hell are people stockpiling things? This mm-hmm. is not at all helpful 
not at all social distancing. The stores are more packed than Black Fridays. People are putting themselves at risk and causing unnecessary panic. Save the medicine and toilet paper for those who actually need it because those of us who are running low on toilet paper can't buy it. We got another message from a nurse saying that the biggest issue they're having, and she's talked with other nurses, is people are going in and stealing massive amounts of their supplies. I've heard a lot of people hand sanitizer, gloves, masks. Like that's crazy. I've got I got a ton of messages like that that said they're now having to put that stuff in like locked areas at hospitals, which is ridiculous. I can see then like when people are doing that, I can see why others are pissed off. You know, like this is just all hysteria. It's like, yes, some people are hysterical and that's ridiculous, but most of us need to be paying attention Mm -hmm. in a rational Mm -hmm. manner. Yeah. um, I watched Jessica Yellen, who we've talked about. She did some videos on symptoms, like what does this feel like and what does this look like? And then she did, which I couldn't watch because I thought maybe I'd get in my head about it. Like if I'm going to get the virus, then I will surely know. But then she did another series on what to do if you have it. And like some people are really upset they're not getting tested. And her her thing was like, it doesn't matter if you get tested or not. Like we should all be quarantined. There's not enough tests right now. So if you feel sick, stay home and treat the symptoms that you have. So if you were to get tested and it's confirmed you've got the coronavirus, there's nothing, they don't do anything to treat the virus unless you have like respiratory failure and you need to go to the hospital, in which case go to the hospital. But like that nurse is saying, you don't need to call in if you have a cough. You don't need to like, you, you don't just quarantine yourself if you're sick. And treat Mm -hmm. the symptoms that you have because otherwise, like she said, you're just inundating them unnecessarily. Yep. And it's looking like we will not be able to improve over what Italy is experiencing. In fact, it looks like it could be a little worse. Worse. I'm hoping we Mm -hmm. can improve it. But if for those of you like just really quickly understanding like the importance of staying at home is... The nurses in Italy, the hospital workers, the doctors had to have described this as like a bomb going off where all of a sudden, because a lot of people are sick and they don't know it, with coronavirus, you can be sick for up to 10 days and not experience any symptoms and be spreading it around the whole time. Yes. And so at the rate that if you, if every infectious person double or infects maybe two to six people, if you just do the math on that, And the amount of people then who are going to have a serious need to be at the hospital, to be on a ventilator, that type of thing, there's just not enough beds and not enough supplies. So the way we can save a lot of lives Mm -hmm. is realizing that you are part, we are all connected and you are part of the solution and you need to be and not creating um, the volume that is unsustainable. Anywho, we have another just really quick voicemail Um, We talked about washing our hands and someone called in with better methods on that that I think is worth sharing. I just wanted to uh, give you guys some feedback. I just got off your pot listening to your podcast. And of course, it's always amazing. But with the big coronavirus going on right now, I am in Maryland. I work in healthcare and I just had to get training on proper hand washing because apparently when things like this happen, people don't know how to wash their hands. So just wanted to give you some feedback on how to properly wash your hands. As I said, I work in healthcare, so I wash my hands a million times a day. But we always say wash your hands with warm water. Sing happy birthday twice. Make sure all the soap is off of your hands. And then grab some paper towels, turn the water off, throw them away, and grab new paper towels to open the door. 
so those are our hand washing skills in healthcare. Like I said, they. So I think I said sing the ABCs or happy birthday. Do that twice. Yeah. I only said once. Well, ABCs, I've heard that as well. So happy birthday twice, but ABCs once. Hmm. So you were correct as well. And good advice on the paper towels if you're in a public place or at work or something like that, right? Yes. Um, Do we want to talk about if you're a small business, super struggling, Mm -hmm. message us Mm -hmm. your info? Okay. Yeah. Guys, we know that this is the impact of this is going to be far and wide and probably for a while. And Ashley and I have been brainstorming. Go ahead. So one thing I do want to say is uh, we're going to talk about some things that are we're going to try to do our part. But I talked on stories yesterday about how we all need to be staying home. It is maddening to me that people are not staying home and not people that can't. Right. Like if you have to go to work then go to work. I understand people have bills to pay. They have, you know, they have to put food on their table. I understand. But there are so many people doing extracurricular things that are not necessary. So change, rescheduling your kid's birthday party. That's not necessary, right? You don't need to have the birthday party. You don't need to go out to dinner. You don't need to be doing all these things. And then I got a ton of messages from people like, well, what about the servers? And what about this? And what about that? And I'm like, it all sucks. This all Mm -hmm. sucks, but it is the lesser of two evils. And I saw something yesterday. I don't know if you sent it to me or where I saw this on social media or something. And it said, I'm looking at the lesser of two evils here. We can recover. We can recover an economy. We cannot recover a dead person. So, Mm -hmm. and that sounds like really extreme, but this is freaking extreme. Yeah. So sound the bell. We don't want to devastate the economy, but we also need to protect lives. So having said that, and you can still like shop local online. Yes. You can still buy gift cards. That's what Chris and I, um, if we were going to go on a date night, we're going to buy a gift card to that place that we were going to go to. Mm-hmm. So you can still support local businesses and keep money circulating from home. And whatever you Postmates, can afford. Postmates, Uber Eats, they are, now they'll just drop it off your door on your doorstep. You don't even oh, have good. to open the door. Anyway, so there's options. Yeah. And um, if you can, you know, like we're going to call our nanny off next week or like if our kid was in daycare, we'd probably be pulling her. Well, we would be pulling her up, but still pay the daycare or pay whatever you can Mm -hmm. to, you know, like and my nails. um, I saw someone today went to a nail salon and she just had her nails removed and she's like, but I ended up paying them five times worth for whatever I would. And, you know, she's in a place where she can do that. But not all of us are. So do what you can, you know, just give what you can to places that you frequent normally. Yes. And we know, we know that many of you in the SIP squad are struggling. This is the impact is far and wide. And so if you are a small business owner and you are seriously impacted by this and use the honor system here, like we want people who are seriously impacted by this, please email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com with a description of your small business. Preferably, this is a business that can be supported online. And throughout the foreseeable future, we will be hand selecting some of you to give free advertising to on our podcast mm-hmm. as a way that we can rally the sip squad and help however we can. And so that is what we- on Instagram, we'll try to do share on Instagram yes, and stuff. Totally. What about the other thing you talked about yesterday. Let's wait on that one. Okay. We'll kind of do phase. We have pick, more ideas. Stand. We have more ideas, but this is going to be going on for a while. So we'll pick yeah. one lane before we merge into Good. another. Okay. So for now, if you are a small business owner or know of a small business owner that is really hurting by this and has a product you think the Sip Squad would love, please email us. You can sip yes. with us at gmail.com. Time for our review of the week. 
Go ahead. Okay. Um, sorry, I have another <laughs> thing. I have another thing to say on this um, because I think we're going to kind of wrap up the coronavirus talk a little bit here. But the only other thing I want to say is there are still people who don't believe that this is serious. Mm-hmm. And all I want you, if you are one of those people and you're like, this is white noise, this is annoying. Everyone's talking about it. It's hysteria. It's hype. It's ridiculous. If you're one of those people, I get there is a lot of conflicting information out there. And I, I understand that it can be confusing. And so you know, think what you want, believe whatever you want, but your actions should be in accordance with what the experts say. So listen to the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and WHO, the World Health Organization, healthcare, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who? Listen to those two. Those two, be your, those two should be your sources. What they say, do, because it doesn't matter what you believe. It's these, there are facts. So whether you think it's hype or not, those two are your reliable sources. Everything else you can tune out, tune out the media, tune out us if you want to tune out whatever, but action needs to be taken by every single person. And it doesn't matter what you believe. You've got to act in accordance with what they say. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Review. Okay. This comes from Kayla from Idaho. Hey, Kayla. I never write reviews dot, dot, dot ever. Never say mm. never. Ladies, God. thank you so much for sharing your point of views on the COVID-19 situation. I, too, was one of those people that didn't care because selfishly it wouldn't affect me. But you two changed my mind. I do care. I want to be. I want to do my part. And thanks to you, too, I will do my part to stop the spread of this terrible virus. On a lighter note, Colleen with the toe stubbing incident. I literally choked on my coffee this morning because <laughs> this is so relatable. We have all blown this incident out of proportion, and it sounds hilarious <laughs> hey, when it's hey, being hey, said out this loud. this is not... Not out of proportion. No. This is right this up there is with COVID. Okay? This is, yeah. <laughs> Toe stubbing and COVID. I love this podcast. It's the only podcast I listen to. I also have my sister and sister-in-law totally hooked as well. Kayla, you rock, sister. You rock. And this is what all of you, if you're not sharing this with your besties in your life. Right. You're basically slapping us in the face. You're, hur- you're hurting us deeply. Your listening is not enough. We need swift and quick yes. action here. I need you know, the spread as fast as COVID. Yes. Um, also want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has been saying, hey, I didn't think this was a big deal, but because of you guys, I'm paying attention. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've been getting a ton of that. I've been getting a ton mm-hmm. of that. So while there are some people who are still not believing, so many of you are paying attention and we appreciate that. I mean, and I've given, I've said to Colleen, thank God she brought this up because if she had not brought this up on the podcast Three weeks ago, before it really came to the U.S., or four weeks ago, whenever that was, I remember, if you guys you go back, you can listen to my ignorance. She's like, are you paying attention to this? I'm like, no, this is stupid. It's ridiculous. Like, who cares? We have all, a lot of us have had to change our tune on this. And uh, thank you for those of you who are willing to be open. And thank you, Colleen, for being one of the first brave voices. Because it is kind of brave to be one of the first to say, hey, Let's wake mm-hmm. up to this, you know? Yeah. Um, even still, I'm hearing people are getting criticized for like caring and staying yeah, home. Yeah. One of stuff. the hardest challenges I think that people are having right now is no, I can't go, t- I can't attend that party or that gathering, or you can't come over to my house. Or, you know, I think that we're having to carry the burden of educating others right now. And that like social pressures are hard and feeling like you're being judged or combative is difficult. 
and you're all doing the right thing by holding your ground. And people will listen, especially there's so much you can send them that is extremely credible and helpful. So anyways, okay, you know what can happen when you are quarantining yourself, you, Ash? You can start to stink. You can get Things complacent. Can start to get, get a little stinky. Stinky. Yeah. But boy, do we have a solution for you. <laughs> Scent bird, you guys. Um, We have talked about this several times before. I have been so grateful for it. Like at this point, especially uh, when you you can't leave your house, right? We can't leave our house, but this comes right to your door. So it's it's Scentbird is an online company where it has tons of different scents. How many? Over 600, more than 600 designer brands for you to choose from. And they have all of my favorites on there. So I've had like Isimiyaki or whatever. I don't know how to say that, but it's my favorite. DKNY that I just got in my last shipment, which smells delicious. Clinique. They have, you know, Versace, Gucci, all the hot ones. And they send you them in these little like trial size. I need to be better about like maybe reviewing these before I tell them to you guys. Cause I'm just going just off for memory. the listening audience. You guys need to know that Chris and Ben just delivered me a cold Wait a minute. bottle of wine. I was looking at this thing. So I didn't shit. I missed them. They're gone. You didn't see them. No, because I was they, looking at the script. I had they the came video in off. and they waved to you. Oh my gosh. And Ben had this cold <sighs> wine just clutched in his hands. He did. Yes. That's well, you strong. know, it was a, Cold, well, Chris, I mean, he's very oh, okay. strong. He's okay. superhuman strong. I love the sound of what you just did right there. The pouring <laughs> of the liquid into the, the glass for consumption. Good job. Guys, I love Scentbird because you go online and you can pick out all kinds of scents. I mean, they have like everything under the sun and you can oh, yeah. hand select all different kinds of things to be delivered right to your door. I love it because it really helps you mix up your routine, try different things you haven't used before. I personally love, they come in these cute little colorful bottles and Mm -hmm. I love just kind of going in, picking one and giving myself a little spray and they last, they're like, I mean, they last a while. What is (laughs) it? It's like 30 days supply. Yeah. And you might you might be going through that a little quicker at this rate with the quarantine situation, but right. you're going to have just what you need to stay super fresh, you guys. Plus, they have other categories like skincare, wellness, and makeup. No better time than now to Everything spruce you up your self-care routine. So self-care right from home. Good news. We have an exclusive offer just oh, for yeah. our listeners. Mm-hmm. You can we get sure 30% off your what? first month today. Oh, yeah. Yes. You this heard it. is right. true. That's only 10 bucks for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash sip. Use our code SIP for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash sip to sign up and use our promo code SIP to try your first perfume or cologne for just 10 bucks. Sign on. Smell amazing. Now, no more COVID talk, but... We do have something sort of on that where if you are following the laws sent out by the CDC and WHO, you're stuck at home. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what the hell do I do with my time? 
You How can get bored. Am I to pe- you can get very you bored. You could get depressed. You can you do what I did, which is spiral out on this stuff yes. and leave a yes. voice memo to Ashley in tears. Like you've yes. got to switch it up and have other th- you gotta pull yourself, you gotta and get in it just enough to get scared, and then you gotta pull yourself out. Let's protect yourself okay? in more and ways protect than one. your mind. Physically and emotionally. So what we are bringing yes. to you on your what you need to know segment mm-hmm. is things to do while you are quarantined at home. Yes, to keep you, we're bringing the social back in social distancing, you know? Yes, we are. We are. Yeah. All right, how should we do this? We're each bringing, what, five things? Yeah, I wrote down quite a few. So maybe oh, we great. just go do, 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 you know, back and forth, little tip for tat. I'll start. This is simple, but make a list of goals, you know, because you're going to have a little more time on your hands. It's amazing how much more time you have when you are at home on Friday and Saturday nights, right? And I think just writing things down that you want to accomplish and having a little quarantine checklist can actually be kind of fun. So whether that's like clean out your closet or I want to build a budget or I would like to get into a good workout routine, I think writing down a list of goals could be helpful. I have a lot of kids stuff. I think Ben's still at the age where you don't have to stress too much about entertaining him, but you still want to do some stuff, of course. Revy is at the age where like that's my biggest concern about quarantine is how do we keep her entertained? So mm. I have a lot of kids stuff. So um, the first one is Other Goose. It's a company called Other Goose. I had never heard of it, but someone sent it to me. And what they are is they're like a at home, um, like a homeschool kind of program, but they're ev- offering everyone three weeks free and they have awesome. for kids. Yeah. Kids from ages two to seven. And they have just these little like 20 minute tasks to do. So one of the things I just signed Revy up for it today, like before I got on this podcast. And one of the things was, um, what's in that bag. So you go around your house and you get things that she knows, but you put them in this bag and she's supposed to feel around and guess what they are before she sees them. So like car keys, you know, race car, um, ball, whatever. But it has these things that are like educational and they're appropriate for their ages. And normally there's a fee. I don't even know what the fee is because it's free for 21 days and then they'll charge you. But I'm excited for just those little things that we can do. Even like even 20 minutes is a great (laughs) distraction other than screen time for our littles. So it's called Other Goose. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. I, right before coming on this podcast was FaceTiming with a good friend of mine. And I think keeping yourself connected to your friends through FaceTime, like actually seeing the whites of other people's eyes besides Mm -hmm. your spouse or your dog or whoever. So for Ashley's, we did a what do you, a sip and see with Mac with our girlfriends. And that was super fun to have like a virtual brunch. And so thinking about coordinating like a virtual happy hour or a virtual brunch or even just connecting with a good friend over FaceTime, I think that's going to be crucial. Agree. Uh, any face to face you can get, it's like, I saw someone say that's like a, it's like a virtual hug with people that you love because mm-hmm. it can feel really lonely. Okay. Another. And oh, sorry. R- yep. I meant to add one more thing on that. If you have someone who's elderly in your life, teach mm. them how to use FaceTime over the phone or if they have an iPhone or iPad or just call them because I do think this is going to be harder for people who are older. Yes. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Which reminds me, I have meant for the last couple days to call my grandparents and I have not. So 
I'm going to call them today. And it's a reminder to all of you, call your grandparents, check on them, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Okay. The next thing, it's another kid thing. I do have a couple things good. that are not kids, but Great. it's another kid thing. It's an account that, um, you can follow on Instagram. It's at busy toddler. Um, I love her. She has all kinds of ideas right now. She just, she has like eBooks that you can purchase, but also she has free things. So you can follow her on Instagram more in, in the link in her profile right now, um, is 40 things you can do at home. So some of the things that I've done with Mm. Rev lately, like one thing is super simple, but you put two buckets next to each other. One has ice in it. One has water and you give them a spoon. I did a slotted spoon for Rev and they just transfer back and forth that the first time we did it, it was an hour and she loved it. And then it was dinner time and she did not want to stop. Genius. Like she just, Perfect. it was so fun. She, she teaches you how to like make all kinds of, you know, foamy things and at home, and it's stuff that you probably have at home. We have like sticky notes in this white paper yesterday. I wrote all the letters of the alphabet on sticky notes. And then I wrote them on this white paper and put it on the wall and she matches the sticky note on the, you know, the letter on the state, like here's a go find a on the paper. So it's, it's been really cool to just like, Love and that it. one I think must be hard for her because she only lasts like 10 minutes at a time with that because I think it's a little hard for her brain. Which is good. A good challenge. It's It's way better than just sitting her in front of the TV. So Busy Toddler on Instagram has been a great account. Awesome. Plan. So date nights are difficult right now, right? But we've talked a lot about on this podcast how we think they're super important. And so get creative and plan an indoor date was an idea that I had. Mm, And so I'm thinking of doing one for Chris where I'm going to make him dinner. We've been learning how to make pasta. So I'm going to make him dinner. I thought about maybe giving him like a foot massage or something. Like we have like, I don't know, just trying to think of like things to do and then maybe a game night. So you can still have game nights like with your spouse or whoever, you know, whoever, your yes. family, whoever you're quarantined with or social distancing with. But make it fun. Like pop some popcorn and get in your pajamas and kind of make things feel a little bit more special, I think is good for the mind. Yes. A hundred percent. Any way to feel like connected. I've thought about John and I need to do that too. Um, okay. My next one is another one with kids. And this is one that I just made up, but I thought it's really good if you can to get outside, uh, depending where you live, but when you can get, get outside, I thought it would be fun to write down a list of things that you might be able to find in your neighborhood and do a scavenger hunt with your little kids. Fun. So I don't know. I'm going to try that with Revy, but you know, like, um, like a big rock a tulip or, or a, yes, yeah. right. A well, purple I don't know flower if it's tulip season, but yeah, a purple flower. Yeah. Well, I think it's great. Pr- you know, we're getting into spring. So whatever. Um, a cloud in the sky or if there's like, I know Oregon just had snow. If it's snowy where you are, like a snowman or like a, I don't know, whatever, but just random things that are in your area. And then you're just walking around the neighborhood. And I feel like I haven't done it yet, but I feel like it'll be fun. I also think that could be fun for adults. It could be if you guys <laughs> but making it a little harder. Up, right. Try and find someone mowing their lawn or, you know, Ooh. I feel like you could get creative. And with also, that. I feel like that would be so fun with drinks. Yes. Yes. You See, know? this is yeah. this is yeah, this is, drinking we're social now. distancing in style. OK, this is so simple, but I thought just like you know, physical movement and maybe training for if you are able, like training for a run or like doing your workouts outside, like any kind of vitamin D I think you can get, even if it's just kind of sprucing up your outdoor space and pulling some weeds. It's very simple, but it's very rewarding. You can feel like you really like accomplished something for those of you who are like me and need to feel like you've checked boxes. 
And then along with kind of sprucing up your outdoor space, maybe creating fun new traditions. Like for Chris and I, um, when we were traveling in South Africa, I loved what they called having a drink at sunset, which was sundowners. And even if it's not drinking alcohol, just making yourself something like in a nice cup or with a straw and getting outside and having a sundowner together. And I think just creating things you can kind of look forward to and create indoor routines. Agree. Um, Okay. This next one, I think you'll be able to add to this call is for people who don't have kids or just adults that after the kids go to bed or whatever are um, shows you should binge. Yes. Um, And we've talked, this is not going to be new because we don't keep any secrets from you guys. The four that I have are Breaking Bad, Friday Night Lights, Succession, and Handmaid's Tale. Those are probably Mm -hmm. my top four favorite shows of all time. Is there anything that you would add to that? I'll talk about some things we're watching right now, some new stuff. So we're watching okay. The Outsider and it's, you wouldn't like it. It's kind of sci-fi, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. but it's very Wait, well done. It's on it HBO. Mm-hmm. I talked yeah. to you about that. I told, I oh, brought you it to the to pod. talked to me about that? Yes. It was in my head. I'd written it down. Yeah. I didn't know from who. I really like yes. it. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. You liked it? I did. Well, I liked it until I realized it was sci-fi and now we're, we're not watching <laughs> yeah, it anymore. Okay. Great. <laughs> but in the beginning, that, I really liked it. That checks out. Yeah. I'm also watching the Hillary documentary. Mm. Um, so it's a documentary series on Hulu. And whether you love or hate Hillary, it is fascinating, especially right now with election season to see more of the behind the scenes of the election stuff and her early life as a spouse to the president at the time. It's really, really fascinating. And so I would highly recommend that. And then another documentary that we just watched that one best documentary at the Oscars, American Factory on Netflix is very, very good. And it talks about a factory getting shut down. It was an automotive factory and they brought in um, a company that specializes in glass. And it's this clash of work process and culture. And it's really, really good. So I thought American Factory was great. But you could like Google Oscar nominated movies or documentaries, even from last year, because sometimes those are more available on streaming and um, go to town on that. And if you want to show, I'm sure most of you have seen this at this point that you don't need a brain for or to pay attention to, um, Love is Blind. I mean, it, it, yeah, you can't turn there away. You, go. you can't turn away. No. And it's, you know, it's that'll, nine episodes. So that'll take care of you for like time. 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You can bake. So buy the mm. Chrissy Teigen cookbook, mm. both of mm-hmm. hers on Amazon and just bake your way through those, cook your way through those, learn something new. Um, and this kind of wraps mine up, but take up a new hobby, whether that's baking or learning how to make bread or whatever, or uh, finally doing baby books for your kids or knitting or learning a new language or starting a podcast. Like yeah. take up, learn something new and challenge your brain. What's the, that one that we have? Um, Skillshare. Yes. Skillshare is like one of the ads that we have time. and they have mm-hmm. all the online learning. Okay. I guess I have two more. This, I'm just going to give you, I saw this in on Instagram yesterday and I liked it and it would be great for adults or kids, but it's a schedule. So I feel like it, one thing that can happen is your life can feel a little out of control and a lot of people thrive in routine. So here is... This one is written for kids and it looks like older kids, but here's the schedule. So before 9am you wake up, eat breakfast, make your bed, get dressed and put your pajamas in the laundry from nine to 10. You do a morning walk, family walk with the dog. If it's raining or crappy outside, you do yoga, some sort of stretching or whatever. 
10 to 11 is academic time where there's no electronics, which again, this is for, I think, kids, but I kind of like that rule for adults as well mm-hmm. of, you know, reading a book or, you know, doing one of the, like learning a skill, like Colleen said, 11 to 12 is creative time. So you're playing magazines, Legos, drawing, crafting, play music and dance, cook or bake, whatever. Um, you have your lunch at noon, 1230 is chore time. So um, for kids, they can do, you know, chores. Also for us, it for adults, it's like just clean one thing. Maybe it's organize uh, something in your refrigerator or it's clean one the bathroom. Drawer, or the yeah. junk drawer, whatever, anything. One to two is quiet time, reading puzzles, nap. Uh, or one to two thirty is reason reading puzzles and app. Two thirty to four is academic time where electronics are okay. So iPad games, um, an educational show, whatever. Four to five is another. Uh, it's afternoon fresh air. So um, biking, walk the dog, playing outside. Five to six is dinner. Um, six to eight is free TV time. Whatever you want to do, the kids are showering or you're giving them bath while they're watching TV. Eight o'clock is bedtime for all kids. And then it says nine o'clock is bedtime for all kids who follow the daily schedule and don't fight. But I liked this because it gives you some structure to your day of making sure that you're taking care of your brain. You're taking care of yourself. You're getting outside. You're not just being like a bump on a log because that can also make you feel really kind of depressed. So I like that schedule. And then did you have any others? I have one more thing. You have one more thing? Do your one more yeah. thing and then I have a, uh, a closer. The other thing that I just saw is Scholastic magazines. Another thing for kids, of course. But um, it's Learn at Home. They're offering this for free right now. So even when schools are closed, you can keep uh, the learning going with these special cross-curricular journeys. And you can choose a grade level. They have pre-K and kindergarten all the way up through grade six plus. And when I clicked on it for Rev, because she's not in school yet, but for pre-K, I clicked on it and it had like day one, animal studies, rabbits. So then you can watch a story and then you can read a book online. And then it has different things that like one of them is Uh, movement and measurement activity. So I'm guessing you play a video of a bunny and you count how many, because then it says how many jumps. So I haven't looked into this yet. Day two is living things, talks about plants. So again, it's just another free, um, and that is screen time, but this is your educational screen time. So love it. Yeah. That's my last thing. You know what else would be great Mm. for a date night idea with your spouse? Mm. At home wine tasting. And let us tell you how you do that, you guys. Y'all need to sign up for First Leaf and bring the winery to your house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So First Leaf is awesome because it removes the guesswork and the trip to the store right now, social distancing, to buy wine. So you can hop on. They'll give you a quiz so you can select your preferences. How adventurous are you? Do you prefer red or white? What kinds? They're going to hand pick for you wines to send right to your door. They have so much inventory every single month. They add to it all the time. You'll always have something different. And unboxing your shipment is so much fun. I mean, what's better than getting wine delivered to your door? The subscriptions are flexible. You can choose when and how often you'd like to get shipments. You might want them pretty regularly at this point. And they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you receive a bottle that you're not into, it's fine. No need to sweat it. They'll cover the cost. Ash, take it away. This makes me so excited. 
because I hadn't really thought about doing wine tasting, but I just got a shipment and I feel like that would be so fun to do with John and he will be super on board with it. So, um, and it would be really cool to also like pair it with things. Like if you had whatever you have at home, like chocolate and cheese and, you know, meal or whatever. Plus you just get to talk about things together, sort of shared experience. So I love that. And if you guys want to do this, which who doesn't at this point, you can sign mm-hmm. up today and get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free steal. shipping. It's insane. That's, That's insane. insane. Uh, just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip at six bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. Did you already say they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee? I sure did. Great. I sure did. I was okay, getting guys. so excited about the wine tasting idea that I stopped listening to you. But it came to me like a beacon from heaven. Yeah. As no, you that were was a divine, this is divine just, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It is. We haven't done this segment for a while on this podcast. We do it. Mm-hmm. All the time over on Patreon. Um, if you're not on Patreon yet, go to Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash you can sip with us. That unlocks Friday episodes for you that you can sync into your iTunes. And we do our two sips all the time over there. So, our two sips, if you're in the sip squad and you're in a pickle in your personal and your social life, if you've got a random question for us that you want our two sips on, email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com or call us Instagram link in our bio. Just click the phone icon and leave us a message. So, we're going to kick things off with someone who would like to remain anonymous. The subject Mm. line is trying not to nag. Hey, Colin Ash, I'm desperate for some advice. I have a wonderful husband who I'm worried about. He's very overweight. He has a family history of heart disease. His mom died young and his older brother had a heart attack in his mid 40s. He's 41. We've talked about it. He knows it's a problem. He's tried different things, but nothing seems to stick. I try to keep all meals healthy in the house and try to help, but his portions are usually huge and he covers things in dressings, cheeses, you name it. Not to mention he will stop at a gas station and grab snacks and eat out frequently at work. He has joined programs and does well under until the program comes to an end. Then his weight goes right back on. I have tried suggesting other gyms or working out at home with me. It's affected our sex life. It's not that I'm not attracted to him as much as it's physically harder. I need mm. advice. I feel hopeless and he's slowly digging himself a grave and I'm just watching from the sidelines trying not to nag. We have a great life together. I just want it to be long and healthy, not to mention setting a good example for our children. Keep up the good work. I love listening to your show. Oh, this is heartbreaking, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because most people that are that overweight um, are struggling with something internally. Um, and it's like they're using food as a vice, um, like a comfort thing. I don't think, I mean, being a little overweight, I don't think is always, that's not true for everyone, but if he's, you know, really overeating and just not really caring, and especially with you guys having kids, I can't imagine his self-talk is really healthy, Mm. but I don't know the best way to go about fixing this. I think if it were my husband 
So he has not, my husband's never been overweight, but he had, he used to be um, addicted to chewing tobacco. And I had the, I had to have a really serious conversation with him about his life and sit him down and talk about him needing to be here for us and our family and our kids. And, um, you know, I don't mind him doing it now. He only does it in social, like when he's with his brothers or if he's golfing or something. And I'm not a huge fan of chewing tobacco, but at least he's limited it. And I can think up and the way I'm relating it to this is it's a life and death matter also for your husband, um, especially with his family history. And it's like, it's fine if sometimes he wants to eat like that. But as a whole, just having sitting down and having a really sober conversation with him and talking about that, like his decisions aren't just affecting him and asking how you can support him and what he needs. And, um, if he'd be willing, like you'll do it with him, you know, um, or whatever, which it sounds like you already are. The only other thing that has worked that I've seen happen in my line of work is you living your best life um, and talking about it, you know, d- moving and eating clean and you're whatever. And then you're talking about how great you feel and how much energy you have. And he sees you playing with your kids when you're not t- super exhausted at the end of the day or whatever. That has also inspired husbands of people that I've worked with personally um, to want to do it. But I also think it's one of those things you can't, you need to have a sobering conversation, but also that you can't push on them because they're already hurting with something and we don't know what that is, but, um, you don't want to pressure them. And so sometimes it's just see them seeing you that makes them excited, um, to want to do that with you. I don't want this. That's it's so hard because it's a very mm-hmm. personal thing. Do you have thoughts? Well, I just think, you know, she's, she's sensitive about her nagging, And yes, these are his decisions, but they also impact you and it's your future together and your children. So I think it's, you have to also not really worry about that as much. And you might not always say the perfect things, but I don't think you should feel bad about caring and you can Mm -hmm. perfect how you approach it, but don't be hard on yourself about that. And then I think he should follow your Instagram. I think he should follow. I mean, I just think that I don't know what programs he's tried, but I think a lot of people go really extreme and try Mm -hmm. crash diets and they try and change everything at once. And yes, there's probably to your point, absolutely way bigger things happening in his mind. And I think he should surround himself with accounts and influencers and people who are approaching it holistically and mm-hmm. not just from a don't eat sugar th- situation. I mean, I yeah. think that there's it's a whole lifestyle and um, this is going to, in order to get real change, it's going to have to be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all of it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I and always say when people you. come to me and they're like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm so overweight or whatever. And I want to lose weight. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, what we need to do is work on your mind because if you mm-hmm. fix your mind, the body takes care of itself because you give up beating up, you know, yourself after making choices, you give up the shame spiral, you give up the guilt, you give up the overeating. Cause you, you can really listen to like what feels good. And pizza does feel good sometimes and burgers and, you know, margarita, all of those things do feel good sometimes. But not all the time and not to like an overusing um, level. So I feel like if, you know, maybe it's also recommending a podcast for him or something Mm -hmm. where he's working on his mind and his brain health. 
Totally. Okay. This comes from Allison. And we've gotten actually a couple questions about this as well as a voicemail. So this is a good one. Hey, gals, newly pregnant and very thankful for that, but missing my fave beers, but mostly Marg's. Sounds like you. Yeah. What were your fave non-alcoholic beverages while pregnant or any advice on what to order at restaurants? Can't wait to hear your thoughts. XO, Allison. And then she put in parentheses, and I love it, since day one soul sipper. Oh, thanks, girl. Um, We've talked about – there was a, ra- or a rant when Call was pregnant several months ago, you know, like a year ago, that restaurants really fail us at mm-hmm. uh, mocktails. They really fail yes. us. It's very rare that you get like a good mocktail somewhere. Because um, like virgin margaritas are disgusting. There is no such mm-hmm. thing as a good virgin margarita. It's just lime, sweet and sour, sugar bomb with no perk. No thank you. I also crave margaritas and I just you know, like I just had to cry the whole time that I couldn't yep. have them. So call will probably have a better answer for like, what are some vir- good virgin things? My answer is obviously do what you're comfortable with. Talk to your doctor or whatever. But I did recommend a book when I was pregnant expecting called better. Yep. Expecting Better. And she did all the research about, you know, all kinds of pregnancy um ideas of, you know, you can't eat this, you can't do that, you can't exercise, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that we hear is you cannot drink. And she talks in there about, you know, what studies have shown. And so I felt comfortable. What she says is you can safely in the first trimester have like one or two drinks a week or something like that. In the second and third trimester, you can have one drink a day. Um, And I didn't do that. I didn't drink once a day in the second and third trimester, but it was nice for me to be able to have one when we would go out on date night or if I just felt like I wanted a glass of wine at home. And so you heard me on the podcast sometimes like, you know, that I would drink or whatever. And I know that that's a really like wild concept for people because we have been told that we can't, but I felt comfortable doing it after reading that book. Obviously I never got a buzz while I was, um, uh, uh, pregnant, pregnant is the term yep, I'm looking I got for. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got a buzz, <laughs> but it just felt good to feel like a part of that society. It was just like a social thing. And I would just make, yes. you know, make it last. And sometimes I would go to someone's house and I'd have a mimosa. And then after that, I would just have like sparkling water out of the same wine glass or whatever, just to feel like I was a part of it. Yeah. So I'm not really a fan of mocktails. I think that it's just kind of nine months of bullshit, unfortunately. But I did have sips off. And with Rev, I didn't feel, I didn't know enough about it. So I didn't drink that much when I was pregnant. But I would have sips off of John's beer all the time. The whole pregnancy, I had sips off of John's beer and I had no issues with that. So Yeah. I mean, that's exactly my advice too. I actually hated mocktails. I never found good ones. They were so sugary and it was just this remind. It was almost just insulting because it was this reminder that I couldn't have the real thing fully, like in the way I would want to. But beer never tasted so good to me until when I was pregnant with Ben. Like Mm -hmm. there was no better beer till this day. So I would have sips of Chris's and it would get me through because Mm -hmm. I would just say I would my recommendation would be sip and savor or have a drink because I would take a sip of that. Even if you're only having just one glass, I would just take sips off of Chris's and it just Mm -hmm. never tasted so good. Mm -hmm. 
And I would close my eyes. <laughs> I just would, it yeah. just was amazing, yeah. actually. And then I would dress up basic drinks, right? So like get a lime in your sparkling water, get a fancy, just whatever like you can do visually because I would actually skip out on most mocktails. They just yeah. are just sugar. Waste. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's your buzz level? I'm, I'm, have, I'm creeping right into the buzz. It just happened recently. <laughs> Like as we're talking now, it just started <laughs> happening. Yeah, because I've been waiting zone. until we were buzzed to serve this one up. Oh, good. These oh, are shit. the last Wait, two. Guys. Wait. <laughs> Can you hear that though? Not just visually, right? You could hear that. Live. I felt it in my heart. <laughs> okay, I heard good. it in my ears and felt it in my Cheers. heart. Hey, ladies. Fellow sipper here and new mommy. I really desperately need some advice. Oof. <laughs> Good. Recently had a baby and my sister-in-law said she would help me and promised me the world basically is the short version on the story. She always over promised and never and under delivers. But my question is, do I cut her out of my life completely or give her another chance? What? What? Okay, this definitely needs to be a live on air because... I don't understand. <laughs> she said she would help and she's not. So she's dead to you. I just got her out. Well, completely. here's the solution. You don't, you try to shield her from all news media. You try to get her to go out into the world and contract coronavirus. That's it. That's what you try to do. This, that's the only solution I can see in this scenario, because who is she to promise you help? And to and not deliver. deliver. And, and this deliver. sounds like a pattern. Yeah, this sounds, no, this, yeah, definitely. We don't know anything about burn her, but we, down. yeah, burn it down. She needs, the, she needs the sickness. You need to get her the sick. the whole family should be cut off. Agreed. Because she's, she's same DNA as, right? I don't know who the mother-in-law is yep, or get the father-in-law. Gotta get That's all That's gotta be her out. husband then too. Get all, get everybody Divorce. who's got the blood. Which also means your kid, your kid's got the blood. You know what? <laughs> You need to go to another island, okay? You need to you, you need, need to, to social isolate, isolate forever. Social <laughs> social distance beyond, like not just your home. Yeah, you need a, you need to know your own island. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you need to Tom Hanks yourself in uh, whatever that movie is called. Yeah, with the volleyball. Or yeah, what whatever is that, that movie was? called? Will his the name was Wilson, Wilson. of the ball. Uh, was that? Speaking Pres- of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Did you see the message that I sent you? What? I said, hey, newsflash, Tom Hanks's Instagram is funny. You don't oh, really think of Tom Hanks as funny, but yeah. he's got a pretty good Instagram. He's funny. And he signs everything Hanks, Hanks with an X. Which I really like. But he, yeah. so his Instagram, I didn't realize. It's just like rand, pictures of random things he finds on his life so it'll be like a glove a binky a sock a whatever and he just takes a picture and like tells that item story for a moment just one sentence it's not like a long thing but it's just one sentence and it's very funny and witty so so anyway uh channel your tom hanks on that what the hell is that movie called we'll never know we'll get Get messages plane here's what you need to do get on a plane hijack it Kill everybody involved. Crash the plane to to an island. Make sure you pack a volleyball though, and live there because you, yeah, we can't rely on your family at this point. No, not no. only cut that her out of your advice. life forever. Cut everybody out. 
forever, ever. All right. Never, I ever, think we've uh, landed that Covered plane. that one. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. Okay, last one. Okay. This is from Michaela Ray. Oh. Questions. This is random two sips. Mm-hmm. We're actually just going to do these. one of these because there's a multi-part question, but I love these. What are the top items that you would say you're a snob about? Example. Ooh. Example. Uh, ranch Restaurants. If it's not homemade, she won't eat it. That's Michaela Ray's example. So what would you say you're a snob about? Okay. Well, I like good. I'm also a ranch snob. I'm, I don't have to, I've never actually made it on my own, but I do differentiate between good ranch and bad ranch and I Um, won't eat it if it's bad. You know what? I don't really like ranch dressing. I know that about you. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, Do you like mayonnaise? Not really. No, but John loves it. Do you like mayonnaise? Oh, I love it. No. John everywhere. dips his fries yeah. in mayonnaise, not ran- uh, not um, ketchup. People, not someone ketchup. told me like with fresh because we had crabs uh, at one point, and someone was like, "Don't dunk it in butter, dunk it in mayonnaise." And I said, "That's crazy." And, and then, then I tried it, it. and you were like, "Wonderful, that is life changing." I am a huge snob about restaurants, and mm-hmm. I go like same when I travel. I go see my husband's family. His brother and sister-in-law, or my sister-in-law, they're just kind of all about a good time, which we are as well, but they don't care. So I've never felt more like a high maintenance asshole than when I'm with them because like they'll serve, they'll, yeah, that? that felt really good. I really like, Hey, call. Okay. You know, cheers. Oh, yeah. Yours was prettier than mine. Um, well, I knew <laughs> to do a little like draw out. I don't know. It's not going to happen. Not. Anyway, okay. back, back anyway, over you. But like they'll serve, they'll be like, hey, we're going to make burgers tonight. And then I'm like, great. And then their burgers are like a meat patty and a bun. And that's it. Mm. Just meat mm. patty. There's no condiments. Mm. There's no sides. There's no nothing. And I'm like, I and 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 they're fine. Where's because the avocado? all they need yeah. is sustenance, right? And for me, I'm like, I need tomato. I need lettuce. I need avocado. I need French fries. I need, I need a the burger whole party. Shebang. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes, I'm yes, yes. Uh, with food and restaurants. Very high maintenance and elitist. I don't like cheap whiskey. Get out of here with that. Not just cheap, like cheap tasting. Actually, some whiskeys that are very affordable are good. But I, I'm very. I don't want to drink an old fashioned unless it's good whiskey or really any whiskey drink. Right. Like at a regular, just your neighborhood bar, they're not going to have like a great old fashioned. Yeah. I'm saying with you on restaurants, when Chris and I travel, we're just not going to go eat anywhere. I will research like what are the best places. And you got lucky because Chris also likes good food. Yes. John. He respects, he will go to the same places and he he respects, he respects what I do. My my line of work with that. And I think he can appreciate it. Yes. John, John has also come around to things like he just knows now. Yeah, we need like at first when we first, I don't know, not first started, started dating like five years even into our relationship. He'd be like, well, Ashley needs this. And I used to get offended. Like, I don't no, I don't. And then I realized like, oh, yeah, I do. I absolutely need those things. And so what if it makes me high maintenance? And he's just come to terms with it. So now his main place there has to be a tv like he wants sports involved so we have really found like this we are always on the hunt for a place that has great food and atmosphere for me and a tv and a good bar situation for him and surprisingly they're out there they exist i'm also a snob with beer bud light yeah blow me miller light blow me coors blow me 
but give me the good. You want that brewery. Yeah. I want the microbrew. Microbrew. I'm kind of a snob with hand soap. I don't actually have favorite hand soaps, but I don't want like dial. No. Or a bar of soap. I don't want a bar of soap. I want things that are in cute containers. What about bathrooms? And smell delicious. What do you mean bathrooms? I mean like I'll use it because you have to when you go out. But like a public bathroom. I'm really... I like a nice bathroom. And sometimes if I go to a place and they have a candle lit and like mm-hmm. not, and it's clean yeah. Yeah, yeah. and some ambiance in the bathroom, I think I'll come back to this place. But a bad bathroom will stop me from going to that place again. Like if it's between, hey, we mm-hmm. could go here or here. And I'm like, well, their bathroom's disgusting. It We're going to go here. Fair. We're going to go to the other place. You know, mm-hmm. not, yeah. I'm not showing my face in that place again because gross. I know, ex- I know exactly what you mean. I think personal care products I'm a little snob snob about. Like, like such as, like I enjoy good body wash and mm-hmm. good face toner and good mm-hmm. just face products. Mm-hmm. I don't actually have much allegiance to anything, but I'm very like I don't want to use just like basic. No, yeah, yeah. I'm no, not you're not use, just like, using Pantene Pro V. No, no offense, yeah. Tanya. I just am. No, I'm a snob. there's this no is offense. A fair question. This is, I'm a snob. I'm a yeah, self-identified assholes snob. in these areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. 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 All right. I don't know what else. But All yeah. right. You know what else I'm a snob about? My bras. Your bra. Yeah. My bra. Who is it? And my multiple bras that I use. Um, Guys, if you are also looking for a bra that you can fall in love with, okay, that's going to separate itself from all the other bras in your drawer, I just want to share a third love with you. They do bras differently. They believe that every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every single day with the right kind of support. They're going to help you do this, okay? They're designed to fit you, not the other way around. They've got measurements from millions of women and their bra styles are made to fit your life. They have over 80 bra sizes, including half sizes, and they've got a perfect fit promise. So if you go online and take their quiz, get matched with the perfect bra size for you, and after 60 days of washing it and wearing it, if you don't love it, you've got 60 days to wash it and wear it. If you don't love it, return it. They're always going to have free returns, but they've got premium details with memory foam cups, no slip straps, smooth scratch-free bands. And also, you guys, if... Did you hear the noise I was making? You don't have your video up, I wasn't looking. I'm really... I know this is exactly what happened when Chris and Ben came in the room. I'm showing you my new third love shipment. Oh, I'm sho- because it's pretty. Yeah. So if you heard the tissue paper and the things, because my box just arrived. Look how huge I my got the same are. one. But they fit me. It fits me. It fits it me. And a it's a nursing fit. bra. It is a perfect bra. Yeah. Um, the nursing bra, but it's like cute because I'm. Yes. The nursing bras, you know, kind of make you feel a little great. I'm elitist about this as well. This is an yes. elitist opportunity. It's a very cute nursing bra with gold have little exact details. Same color, exact yeah, same of one. Of course you do. Of course you do. I love their nursing bra. And then bra. I also, you guys might not know, but Third Love has like clothing pieces. So yeah. I got a little camisole. Cute. I think yeah. So they I have, got a little pair of underwear that ooh, are very like love cute. I love them. Yeah. yeah. So they have everything that you guys need to take care of your, you know, important parts. So become a snob about this stuff. And they mm-hmm. know there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. 
If you go to thirdlove.com slash zip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash zip for 15% off today. Beautiful. Um, time to rant and, and rave. Boo and woo. and woo. We haven't done that in a while. All right. So oh, good. do you want to rant good. or do you want me to yeah. rant? I'll rant. So yeah. I've talked about Betty. So Betty, I have a wiener dog, you guys. Her name's Betty. And wiener dogs are weird because mm-hmm. they like to get into garbage. They love like weird smells of their owners. Like tissue like if you blow your nose and throw it in the garbage can that is a prime item for a wiener dog a panty liner forget about it they're all over that so betty's new obsession is ben's pacifiers and ben's new obsession is kind of having a party in his crib before he goes to sleep and then the pacifiers usually end up on the ground because they like (laughs) slip through the crib rails so it's a perfect storm right she's eaten a no joke probably six pacifiers so The other night, so this is Sunday, on Friday night, well, Friday morning, we woke up to Betty vomiting. And this has happened before when she's eaten pacifiers. Mm -hmm. And usually she just kind of has an upset stomach and then she'll eat her dinner and be fine. You know, it'll kind of work its way through. Well, on Friday, she was vomiting and then she just kind of wasn't acting like herself. And then on Friday night, she ate her dinner and I said, oh, good. She had an appetite. She yeah. ate her dinner, drank some water. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's just watch her. And if she gets sick, we'll call the vet. Ten minutes after I said that, she vomited up all of her dinner. So we called the vet and they said, yeah, let's let's have you bring her in. Um, this is an emergency clinic. And let's have you bring her in because usually like it <clears throat> doesn't really matter if she's going to the bathroom. If she's not keeping food down, we want to see her. Or a block or something. Yeah. So I immediately got triggered because of those of you who are longtime listeners, this is the same emergency clinic that we drove our wiener dog who passed away a couple of years ago, Annie, to. Unexpectedly. <laughs> same exact cl- – and it was a very, yeah, unexpected traumatic situation. Um, and so I got triggered and I'm like, Chris, you have to do this because last time we, I haven't been to that clinic since. And last time we drove there with a wiener dog, we didn't bring one home. And I started crying Mm. and I just was really emotional. I think I've been actually just emotional all weekend. I'm not quite sure, but like that was just a lot. And so he kept in really good touch while he was there. He's like, gosh, I'm waiting here forever. And I'm like, well, that's a good sign because When we took Annie in, our late wiener dog, they took her temperature and took her vitals and got us in right away because they knew that she was a dying Mm -hmm. dog. And with Betty, Chris was there for like, you know, two and a half hours. I guess they had some other urgent things come up. And I'm like, what a blessing to have to wait. Like, this is wonderful news, you know. And that's great perspective, by the way. Having been through what we went through. Yeah, it, it was perspective. Because, yeah, because of that experience. But so anyway, they they run an x-ray on her. They don't see a blockage. They said Mm -hmm. her stomach was shaped kind of weird. It could be nothing, could be something. Just keep an eye on it. And she was very lethargic before Chris took her in. And at the vet while Chris was waiting, she fell asleep like on his shoulder, which she never Mm -hmm. does. She's like high alert if there was – I mean, she's in an environment where other dogs are coming in. She would have lost her shit. Like, So the fact that she was taking a nap on Chris was not – it was very out of character. So it's a $300 bill, which is fine. But the vet's like always expensive. We have insurance for her, but it's just like not cheap to yeah. do all this. And of course, you would do it in a heartbeat because it's right. your dog. 
But I swear to God. So the vet said, you know, take her home, keep an eye on her. And in the morning, let us know how things are going. The moment they walk back in the door, you would have thought nothing was wrong with her. I swear to God, she came in just wagging her tail, like running around. <laughs> this I was like, feels what great. Is going I just on? wanted to send think, you guys a message. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is going on? She acts like, like the whole day had not happened. The next morning we wake up, she eats her breakfast, you know, just fine. Holds it all down. No more vomiting. I'm like, Okay, I guess I should feel grateful right now mm-hmm. that everything's fine, but I shit you not. Yesterday, I was teaching Ben to like he doesn't know how to do him yet, but we were kind of working on stairs, you yeah. know, just slowly. And I heard a little crunch crunch crunch. I thought you've got to be kidding me. Kidding you have you. got to be kidding you. me. And I pick Ben up and I our stairs are like on a curve, so I turn the corner and what do I see? Thank Betty you. eating a freaking pacifier that and she's okay i think but that is my rant you can't believe it i can't believe it no who does she think she is not taking care of herself i know my rant is well first i wrote down most of america because (laughs) i'm so annoyed (laughs) with people Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. taking this shit seriously like it drives because going into the basement I i know yeah they're going in the basement here i am trying to protect my family we're planning to be, you know, quarantined for two weeks. But then I see all the other people not planning the same thing. So then I'm like, okay, well then it's definitely going to be extended because if we all just could stay home for two weeks, then we'd know who was sick and who wasn't, and they would be able to continue and to to continue to quarantine at the hospitals. Right. Yes. And we'd be okay to like continue living our lives, but that's not happening. So it's just prolonging this chaos. So anyway, we already know it's annoying. Uh, America, they're so freaking entitled. It drives me crazy. People are like, we need to do what Italy did. I'm like, I don't think that'll ever happen. Like we will not have a government issued quarantine because America is too elitist. Like we're just out, just insane. We don't know anyway, how to sacrifice. I know. So the other rant that I have that I'm reminded of all the time is my own smell, my underarms. Now, I don't know if this is from pregnancy. I don't know if it's my current hormones. I don't know if I've always smelled this way and I'm just now recognizing it. It is alarming. Mm. It is terrifying. And it is very disappointing. It could be postpartum stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm not I happy smelled, about it. I smelled a like, lot. Just, I mean, it's just. You're purging so many hormones. Oh, I, know. I know. I hate it's it bad. so much. And I shower. And then like mm-hmm. 30 minutes later, if I don't put deodorant on, then I smell. And I mm-hmm. hate it so much. And I think sometimes because you're putting your kid when you're breastfeeding, you put your kid right up basically right there by your armpit. You know, your boobs are. Yeah. Just, right. It's real close. Oh, and yeah. I think, oh, God. Is he going to come out of this alive? Am I going to suffocate this kid with stench? You know, Mm. you just, it's it's a risk every time. You are a hazard. I am a hazard. I'm a health hazard, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what to do about it. There's not a if you're unsure I about a lot, I mean, social distancing because of COVID, social distance because of Ashley's smell. Because of, of the you armpit situation. any other motivation. It's intense. It's intense. You have it. Now you have it. And I wouldn't blame you. Okay. My rave. 
Rave. Is I go on Nextdoor to laugh. This is the app that I've talked about. Uh Nextdoor, I mean, it's a social uh, platform, right, that your neighbors go on and they usually just complain about things and I laugh. But I've actually been really in a good way. I think that these sort of things, they bring out some some of the worst of people, but they also bring out the best Mm -hmm. in people. And the things that I've seen on Nextdoor and just kind of in general in society, like offering to help older people get groceries because they're too scared to go into the store. I've seen a lot of like, hey, I have a surplus of this. Was anyone not able to buy these things like baby formula and things that are important? I've seen a lot of people who are offering childcare services for free right now because a lot of schools are getting and some people can't Mm -hmm. afford to not go into work. And that's a a whole other issue. You know, we were talking about quarantining on Patreon and someone wrote in, they're like, I I wish I had the benefit of being able to stay home. And so, yeah, that's a whole other issue. But people just like trying to help how they can. And I just love seeing the best parts of people shine yeah. through. And it's I think it's really beautiful. What's your rave? That is really beautiful. And I have loved seeing like even big companies, you know, I, Microsoft was one of the first that I saw that they said, we will pay, we will continue to pay you if you cannot come in better safe Mm -hmm. than sorry. And I thought way to lead the charge because I also feel like it's brave when you're the first company that does that or the first, you know, when sports started getting canceled, um, I think it was Ohio or something that was the first uh, sports team that said, we're not going to do, it was for March Madness. We're not going to do perform in front of fans or live people or whatever. And I thought that's brave, you know, cause you're going to piss a bunch mm-hmm. of people off. But anyway, so, and then I love your everyday person doing it. My rave is like the broad concept is being in social quarantine. I've had several moments of just looking around like Rev's never going to remember this being stressful. She's just going to remember, hopefully, just like the fun. And so we've been doing a lot of things at home. But the other day, it torrential downpour. It's been doing that, like just crazy Mm. downpouring in Arizona. And she doesn't really know what rain is because it doesn't really rain in Arizona that much. And when it does, um, I guess it's in the summer, but we're gone. We've always been gone for monsoon season. And the other day, she came home. It was pouring. John had to go pick them up because she was out with, they were walking with our, her and my nanny, our nanny were walking and it was like insane. So John went to pick them up, came home and it was like, our backyard was flooding. It was raining so hard and she was really interested in it. Really like curious. And so I opened the door and let her out and John's like, well, she's, she's going to get wet. Like she's going to, I'm like, so what? Like, you know, so what? She's going to get wet. So we open the door and she goes out and we don't have rain boots for her because you don't really need them in Arizona. Like, so she's just in her little sparkly, they look like Vans shoes, these little sparkly shoes. And she's just jump. I just let her jump in the puddles. So then she gets, Uh and then she's just like jumping, jumping, jumping. And she finds all the puddles in the yard and she's racing from one puddle. And she's laughing. She's having so freaking much fun just jumping from pot and she's like rain 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 I love the rain and it was just and so that was one of those moments where I just pulled back like bird's eye view like man this is really special it's really cool Mm. and I don't care if she's making a mess I don't care if xyz I don't care if she's getting and he's like well she could get you know a sickness or something I'm like no anyway it's just those those little moments of like this is you know really 
just cool to see the memories being made in real time and like hopefully giving her a good childhood. But yeah, it was just cool. It's a little joy. I mean, like kids make you really just kind of like be in the moment, which is really cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, you guys, this has been great spending time with you. Yes. You can sip with us all the time. Don't forget to leave a, leave us a note, leave us a review. Five Positive star. one only. Five star. Five star. Tell a friend. Also, it's a great season for podcasts. If you know someone who's feeling bored, send them yeah. our podcast. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Patreon. There, if you're yeah. looking for more ways to kill the time, Patreon. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Backslash. Slash. You can slash. We'll just say slash. slash. Okay, forward slash. Just slash. You know what the slash means. So if one doesn't work, try the other way. Forward. It's going forward slash. You can backslash. You can sit with us. You can sit with us. Um, we got some and good stuff over there. See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more? You can sit with us. How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.